Hello and welcome to this IDC podcast. I am Bafa Musab Yamin, Group Vice President for Events in Europe for IDC. Today we are going to talk about tech marketing and sales strategies related to an essential lead generation instrument providing the shortest and most effective path to tech decision makers, events. B2B marketing efforts in the technology sector are competitive and reaching the right audience is often challenging, especially when it comes to centralized campaigns across multiple European countries with different market landscapes. Let me introduce you our special guest, Agnes Psatas, Vice President Field Marketing for Cloudera, who can share her story of success in lead generation initiatives across Europe, and not just only Europe, with us. Hello, Agnes. Hello, thank you very much for having me today. Please tell us a little bit about Cloudera and Cloudera's business. Sure. Well, Cloudera is a company that is a leader in the data and analytics space. We believe that data can make what is impossible today possible tomorrow. And we offer large enterprises around the world unmatched freedom of choice, any cloud, any analytics, any data without compromise. We taught the world the value of big data, creating an industry and an ecosystem powered by the relentless innovation of an open source community. And now we enable the world's largest enterprises to transform not just their organization, but their entire industries with data. What we do essentially is we manage the life cycle of data at scale through a hybrid architecture, meaning that we offer a platform that essentially enables enterprises to manage their data, both on-premise in private clouds and also in public clouds. And we partner with a tremendous number of companies worldwide. We have a large partner ecosystem to do that. So you mentioned um, worldwide, and um, we are today talking about a specific European region. And as you know, we have uh, some specifics in our region that uh, needs to be addressed. So what are your specific key marketing challenges in Europe? So our key marketing challenges in Europe are not different to what they are globally in both the United States and also in APAC. Those are, you know, essentially the three, <clears throat> the three regions, the Americas, which includes Latin America, Canada, uh, Asia Pacific, and also Europe. Same marketing challenges everywhere and probably not dissimilar challenges to what many other tech companies have. During the COVID period, we grew um, a lot because of the dependency on uh, tech uh, and remote working. But what we have really seen uh, as a fallout of COVID is that what used to be an emphasis on hybrid working and security as the key priorities for most um, CIOs have now more transitioned into data and analytics becoming one of the top, if not the top priority for um, the tech part of organizations looking at how they can leverage their data to manage their businesses. And it is the, the heart and the key of digital transformation, which, as you know, is a big part of what companies are trying to do. So, you know, as a company, and we're not a huge company, we have approximately two and a half thousand uh, employees. And um, we are a small, very focused company on data and analytics as a platform. However, we deal with 
many of the world's largest companies, and we manage an enormous part of the data for those companies. The challenge for us uh, around the world is to, in this post-COVID period, from a marketing point of view, maintain a great engagement with our existing customers and expand business with those customers while at the same time trying to grow our new logo business. And as we last year began going out with events, IDC was one of the first partners that we chose to get back in touch in person with customers. And this year, we're really blowing up that plan exponentially, not only with IDC, but also proprietary as a company going out and doing our own events. So what we're seeing is that going back into the world of, you know, face-to-face, in-person engagement with customers is a process that doesn't happen overnight. We're seeing a lot of changes in this space and we're having to evolve to what is, you know, essentially a new normal. So one of the complexities we see in particular in, in Europe is, of course, the covering so many different countries and different languages, of course. How do you deal with these challenges? So indeed, it is complex in both Europe and in Asia Pacific to deal with multiple languages in multiple countries. But we as a company maintain a very strong um, standard uh, strategy around the world. And what we try to do for the ease of our customers and our partners is customize that to the best of our ability through local language support in everything we do in marketing. So for example, you know, all of our, our websites are offered in various languages. All of the marketing materials that we send out to customers and to prospects are also offered in multiple languages. And when we do live events, we do what I would call a hybrid model. We often have speakers from our corporate headquarters who come to events to speak, and they may speak in their native language, but we always look to be able to offer things like simultaneous translation or uh, support so that most importantly, our customers, no matter where they're located, are able to choose to either be able to communicate with us in their local language, where we have ample support from local sales executives and technical uh, personnel who can support things like webinars and or live events in local language. Uh, but we also have come to find that many, many of the customers that we deal with, and particularly as you look at more senior level decision makers, tend to be able to speak English fluently. So it never seems to be a huge problem, but for ease of convenience, we like to be able to offer always the option of local language to our customers in the local countries. So as you know, um, IDC's approach in events in particular is uh, very local access to markets. And how does this approach help you to deliver your message? Well, it's one of the reasons that we chose to partner with IDC because indeed you have a very strong local presence in many of the markets where Cloudera is doing business. Yet at the same time, like us, you have a very international strategy and, and presence. So we found that it's been great partnering with you because we know that you have access to many of our existing customers in the local markets, as well as many of the target prospects that we're looking to uh, get to know and have them get to know who Cloudera is. So access into the local communities um, for data and analytics, IT decision makers through IDC has been a big part of our strategy. 
and wanting to work together with you. But what we've really enjoyed is the fact that you have a very cohesive approach to how you work with us internationally. So we don't have um, any issues in terms of everybody taking a different approach across the different local uh, communities, but rather one cohesive international strategy together, but at the same time leveraging the benefit of the local relationships and the local uh, very strong execution model that you have in market around the globe. Beyond that, uh, are there any further criteria why you chose IDC as your strategic partner? Well, you know, there is. We liked the combination of what you offer as a company in terms of the various summits that you have as a way for us to have a sponsorship opportunity, an opportunity to do thought leadership presentations, but also great peer-to-peer -peer engagement with uh, with customers and um At the same time, you have the flexibility of offering more customized roundtables. And so what we're finding in our company, depending on the market or the country, is that this combination of offerings works effectively for us. Where you have summits, we tend to be present with you. And where you don't, then we tend to do something more customized uh, with uh, our particular target group that we're looking to reach. While building your marketing strategy, are there any aspects which you look at while you're choosing your partner to help you? There are. We have a very specific balance of things that we do on the marketing side that are what we call Cloudera-driven activities. So in other words, the proprietary things that we do directly as a company that we host directly, whether they be, you know, for example, we have a series that we call Evolve 23 that's events that are taking place in um, over 22 countries around the world. And that is something that we host together with many of our companies that we partner with. Uh, we also do, uh, you know, extensive number of webinars worldwide. Uh, that's called the Cloudera Now series that we, that we also host quarterly. Uh, and we have a number of different roundtables and different uh, things that we do with our customers. And in particular, um, very specific VIP events that we do with our customers. But we look to scale around the globe by also partnering with companies like IDC. And we don't partner with a tremendous number of different companies. We choose selectively who we want to partner with so that the strategy of how that partner company works and the strategy of how we work can effectively enable us to partner in the various markets and execute on our messaging and execute on reaching the right target audience. And we found that the partnership with IDC enables us to do this quite effectively. We do also partner with other companies, but IDC is one of our main global partners. After a long period of restrictions regarding physical events, IDC Research has found out that now there is a huge wave of interest for physical events is coming back with some tech companies spending up to 50% of their marketing budget to events. Are events also with Cloudera a substantial part of the strategy? They are indeed, and we belong to that group of companies who are spending a substantial portion of the budget on events, in particular this year, because we've come to understand that re-engaging with our customers in person is very critical at this particular point in time. There are a couple of reasons for that. We know that there was tremendous online fatigue. 
And particularly when you look at senior level decision makers, we see that they have been anxious to get back out. When we decided in the post-COVID period to partner with IDC to get back into face-to-face -face events, uh, we chose a large number of summits across Europe to sponsor and send many of our executives uh, to those events to speak at as uh, thought leaders. And they were very successful for us in most cases because they got us back in touch with not only our existing customers, but many new target prospects. It demonstrated to us that definitely there was a desire to get out and, and be at face-to-face -face events. It also enabled us to get in touch and look at what many of our competitors were doing. I would say the key success factors for us, though, really were um, enabling us to target new prospects and, as a result, develop a strong uh, pipeline of opportunities as a result of meeting many new people at the events that we already were not in touch with because we have a very strong relationship with our existing customers, but we chose these events as a way of getting to know and getting in touch with new prospects. And so we saw great success in, in that respect, and it opened up some new opportunities for us in multiple markets across Europe. So what we do see, though, is some differences to the pre-COVID period. I can tell you a couple of those that we've really seen come up repeatedly in various countries that we, that we started doing a lot of live events in last year, particularly in EMEA. We've noticed that the willingness to stay on into the evenings in events is not as large as it used to be in the pre-COVID period. We've also seen that full-day events versus half-day events are trickier than they used to be in terms of keeping people at an event all day. So we know that our customers and our prospects are more than willing and really wanting to get out and engage in person, but the time limitations and the flexibility to use too much of people's what we would call private time, in particular their evening time, is not as flexible as it used to be in the pre-COVID period. So you mentioned the, the attention of the attendees and the audience is more difficult to get at uh, events. In particular, in conferences, vendor performances follows one another. So how do you make sure that your company stands out and how do you help to facilitate access to delegates in comparison to other sponsors? Yes, that's a very good question because we're learning a lot in that area as well. And what we have come to discover is that, you know, largely our customers and prospects go to our events or third party, what we call third party events, like the events with um, IDC that uh, we participate in as a sponsor. They largely go to these events for the peer-to-peer -peer engagement and to benchmark themselves to see what are other companies doing in the data and analytics space? How do I compare as a company to what other companies are doing? Am I ahead? Am I behind? And in order to be able to benchmark themselves, there are two key criteria that lead to their being able to do that in the space of you know a half a day or in a good case, a full day. The one thing is the peer-to-peer -peer engagement that I mentioned, getting to know their peers, getting to be able to understand and just converse with other leaders about what, how they're implementing their data and analytics strategy, where they're um, facing challenges, and what solutions are they using in order to solve those challenges. 
But I think most importantly, what they want to see is they want to see other companies presenting what they're doing in their space. But when I say presenting, what we've also come to understand is that people do not want to sit in a chair and watch PowerPoint presentations all day long. So we try and have really implemented now a strategy in our own events and in the events that we go to, to make our presentations much more engaging. We tend to send a couple of people to events and put them in fireside chats on stage rather than having just one presenter so that the audience can hear a conversation based on a Q&A session rather than having to just look at a set of slides. We also believe that our customers and prospects do not go to events to get a sales pitch, that they go there for more thought leadership oriented content. And so those are the things that we're really trying to focus on so that we provide value to the participants, whether we're sponsoring event or whether we're hosting the event directly. So Agnes, thank you very much for this very valuable insight into the other side of the events. It's always refreshing for us as an event organizer to understand the challenges you have and how you are facing them and also how IDC with our product portfolio are able to support you. Thank you very much for having me. And we uh, enjoy working with IDC. We look forward to our continued collaboration and to growing this partnership as something that can add value on both sides. And most importantly, together can add value to customers worldwide and to our target prospects as well. Thank you again for your time and for all the audience who is interested to understand more about IDC's event and how we can support you with uh, your marketing strategy and initiatives, you are more than welcome to contact us and you can find our event portfolio on idc.com slash EU. Let us know and we will be in touch. Thank you and have a nice day.